I promise you. That's, that's just, that's my uh, Friends to pray for become before, who's going first, Cherise or Kathy? Let me give you some friends to pray for first. Uh, Bill Hall is having shoulder surgery Wednesday. So it's an outpatient procedure. And so pray for Bill and Kathy. And the, the recuperative time is so we will see. Lisa Odell also has surgery coming up on Wednesday. Uh, Lisa uh, does have cancer, but the good news is it's early and they think they can get it pretty quickly. And uh, so please remember Lisa Odell. Jean uh, Pauls continues to hang in there, and so please pray for Jean. Uh, strong, but uh, problems are still there. It's just going to take longer. Uh, Dee Allen passed away. A lot of you have known Dee for a long time. Lady in a wheelchair that's been pretty active up until we had to stop. Um, and Dee uh, passed away uh, just the other day in her service. It's, it's a very small private one. It's later today. So please remember that family. Helen Gilliland is usually here playing the organ. And Helen was playing with a grandchild, a trip fell and hit her head on a rock, and 16 staples later, she didn't think she should come to church today. Um, she says, even at 85, you probably shouldn't be playing ball, but who else but Helen would be doing that? And so, uh, strong, strongly, and her attitude's good, and she'll be fine. But that's where Helen is today, I want you to know that. So just wanted you to know about those, those friends, Bill, Lisa, Jean, the Allen family. Lord, again, thank you that we have the ability to be in your house today, and we pray that you keep us safe. Father, we pray for the Allen family, for Liesel as uh, Grandma and Grandpa have both gone to heaven in the past years. We pray for Helen, for Jean, for Lisa and her surgery coming up, for Bill and his surgery coming up. We pray your richest blessings. Again, thank you for this day and for the spiritual healing that we have from just being in your house. Father, thank you for your house. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning. It's nice to be back here. Um, my husband and I were talking yesterday, and we both agreed that moving forward, we hope we never, we really pray hard that we never take the freedoms that we have for granted all the things that we have not been able to do or didn't feel safe doing, we would really, hopefully everyone will not take that for granted. Jean. Jean has been an inspiration for us all, especially the Circle Sisters Ladies Ministry. She's been our mother hen, gathering us, teaching, mentoring, nurturing us little chickies all along. She never tired of bringing us back into the fold when we strayed and encouraging us to get out in the world to help others just as she helped us. I would never describe Jeannie as having a behind-the-scenes personality, but her behind-the-scenes activities were endless and kept this church running seamlessly. Please accept our sincerest and heartfelt appreciation for all that you do here, Jeannie. 
Thank you for the laughter, the support, the advice, fellowship, and most of all, your friendship. The words that come to mind when I think of Jeannie are, be better, do more, never cease to pray, stay together, and support one another. John 13, 34 to 35. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Jeannie, you are valued and loved and will never be forgotten. Thank you for everything. Love you. And we have a nice gift down here we'll get to you later. <laughs> Blessed art thou, O Lord our God, King of the universe. Father, we lift our sister Jean before your throne of grace. We thank you for her faithfulness and pray your blessings on her always. Bless her with strength, knowing that she can do all things through Christ who strengthens her. Bless her with endurance, so that after she has patiently endured, she will obtain her promises. Bless her with wisdom. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Bless her with peace, because we know you will keep her in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Give her a hope, you are her hope. Fill her with all joy and peace that she may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. May she have joy, that your joy might remain in her, and her joy may be full. We ask that her days may be multiplied and the years of her life be increased. Father, we thank you for sharing her with us. She has been a blessing. May we continue to be a blessing to her. And now we ask that you remain constantly beside her to guide and protect her in all future endeavors. We love her and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
when it says they came to Capernaum. And when he was in the house, he asked them, Jesus to the disciples, what were you arguing about on the way? Of course he knew the answer. Just like a parent asking kids questions. The parent already knows the answers too. What were you fighting about? But they were silent. For on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. He sat down and called the twelve and said to them, Whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all. So Jesus knew what they were fighting about. He was trying to put them in their place. Guys, if you want to be important, be a servant. Jesus in Luke 22, verse 27, after another time when they're bickering about who's the greatest, said this. Who's greater, the one who's at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one at the table? But I am among you as I am among you as one who serves. Again, trying to drive home the point. The best among us are the servants of us. In almost 40 years of ministry, I have been blessed by those who have served. People behind the scenes that are invaluable to the kingdom of God. They've worked on toilets and unlocked doors and picked up garbage and turned off lights and sent cards and kept the nursery and encouraged me. Well, the list is endless of things they've done. In the Bible, it's called the ministry of helps. It's a spiritual gift. And some have it. Well, you know some that don't. The spiritual gift of helps is found in 1 Corinthians 12, 28. Where it says this, and I'll do this with the New Living Translation, this version. Here's some of the parts God has appointed for the church. First are apostles, and second are prophets, and third are teachers, and then those who do miracles, and then those who have the gift of healing, and those who can help others. Those who have the gift of leadership, and those who speak an unknown language. But there on the list, those who can help others. The Greek word translated help there. It's found only here in the New Testament, and it, 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 the exact meaning is a little bit obscure, but it literally means to relieve, to support, to hold up. And the gift has broad applications, and you have seen them throughout your life, people helping. Let me show you one of my favorite examples of the Ministry of Helps. And it's in the book of Exodus in chapter 17. Beginning at verse 8, we see this. Amalek, or the Amalekites, came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, Come, choose some men for us, and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I'll stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And when he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. I don't know if you want to do this experiment sometimes. I'm not going to make you do it here. But how long can you hold your hand up? Maybe if you're Pentecostal, a little longer than Baptist. I don't know. Sorry about that. That just hit my head. But after a while, it's going to get tired. And maybe he's holding a staff in his hand. I wonder how long you can do that before you can't. And so get the picture. Moses is holding it up. And as he holds it up, Israel prevails. But when it goes down, 
that alternatives. Verse 12 says, but Moses' hands grew weary. And I guess after time, we all would. So they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it. Maybe that helped a little bit. But then Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. So his hands were steady until the sun set. Isn't that an interesting picture? There's Moses sitting on a rock with both of his hands up and Aaron holding one up and Hur holding up the other. Verse, until the sun set, so for a long time. Verse 13, and Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the sword. Something I wonder about this. If Moses hadn't had his helpers that day, would Israel have lost? Since when he puts his hand down, Amalek would win. And so if he couldn't hold them up anymore, I wonder what would have happened. The ministry of help is that important. History changing, world changing, life altering. One of the things about the story that's really interesting, you know the name Moses. You know the name Aaron. Do you know the name Her? H-U-R. Probably not. Probably not. He's not celebrated. He's close to anonymous. And very often, those in the background prefer it that way. They're not doing it for recognition. They're just doing it because they love God and they want to help. Over the years, I've been so fortunate to have people around me to help. And I've thought about listing names, and as sure as I do, I'm going to list leave somebody out. And they're in Mississippi, they're in Indiana, they're in Georgia. Just one I've got to share when I got here it was pretty special. Seven years ago, there was a man named Gene Smith. Joe, you probably figured, Charlie, you're shaking. And I could use a lot of other names. But Gene was a behind-the-scenes kind of guy. I don't know if he ever, did he ever teach a class? Did he ever pray a prayer or get on the stage? But he was behind the scenes. He beat me here every time. The doors were always unlocked and the lights were always on and the coffee was always brewing and he was such a wonderful helper. That's a great tribute. I think I talked about that at Gene's funeral. That's a great tribute to be known as somebody that helped. But everywhere I've been, there have been wonderful helpers. Mississippi, Indiana, Georgia. But the very best helper I've ever had, I've taken with me everywhere I've gone. Everywhere I've gone. Her name is Jeannie. Wow. Okay. <laughs> About her, to me, the Bible has said this. In Genesis 2.18, the Lord God said, it's not good that man should be alone. I'll make him a helper as his partner. And boy, did he for me. In Proverbs 18, 22, it says, He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. And God smiled at me 37 years ago, last 
Thursday. Thank you. <laughs> Proverbs 19.14 says, House and wealth are inherited from parents, but a fruit of life is from the Lord. And that's the truth. I could read the whole chapter of Proverbs 31, but verse 10 does it well. Sharif, I think you alluded to this, or Kathy, in your prayer, a capable wife who can find she is far more precious than jewels. So today, as of today, Jeannie and I have been married for 37 years and three days. 1,167,955,200 seconds. I'm a little bit of a math nerd. 19,465,920 minutes, 324,432 hours, 13,518 days, 1,931 weeks, and one day. And for those 1,931 weeks, Jeannie has been a pastor's wife. Started as a minister of youth life, and then a pastor's wife, so she's been in church on Sunday for almost 2,000 weeks without lunch fail. And the interesting thing is, she signed up for it. She knew what I was going to be when we got married. And she came along anyway. It reminded me of the story of the young boy who wanted to be a preacher and he wanted to get married and he goes to the girl's father and he says, I want to marry your daughter. And the father was pretty in, in, upset about the future financial life of the pastor. He said, well, how are you going to put a roof over it? Young boy said, God will provide. So, what about kids? If y'all have kids, how are you going to feed them and clothe them? Boy said, God will provide. One day if they need to go to college, how are they going to go to college? Of course, the answer came out, God will provide. When it was all over with, husband goes to see his daughter. She says, well, what do you think? He said, well, I like him a little bit, but he thinks I'm God. <laughs> but God has provided every step of the way. Over those years, she shared with me First Baptist Church of Aberdeen, Mississippi, and Fentress Baptist Church, First Baptist Church of Henryville, Indiana, and Ackerman Baptist Church, and Hopewell Baptist Church, and now First Baptist Church of Sandy Springs. She has been patient with me as I've had to leave at the drop of a hat. I think of some Thanksgiving days I missed. I think of a Christmas day I had to do a funeral. I think of a vacation I had to leave the family on. And I think of one I missed totally. I've lost track. I know there are days. But I'm thankful, too, that she's lost track. She hasn't kept a record of those things. That's what servants do. She's worked behind the scenes. She's put the scripture on the wall for many years. That doesn't just happen. That means she has to stay awake. And sermons that maybe she's heard before. She's worked with music. Made life at home a joy so that I don't have any distractions. I've gone to church. I've known pastors who didn't have strong marriages. And they suffered and their ministry suffered as a result of it. She's come with me faithfully every Sunday morning and every Wednesday night for all those weeks. And in Mississippi on Sunday nights. In those years, she's raised two great kids. And even today, as we honor her, she's in charge of two great-grandchildren. Two really good grandchildren. We're not great-grandchildren. Two great yeah. On top of all of this, she has taught school the whole while and brought home the bacon. And I love her for it. 
She does not like being the center of attention. And this day's a little awkward. But she also lets me know that I'm not to be the center of attention either. It's about Jesus. Not about her. And not about me. That's what helpers do. They point to Jesus. I'm a little hesitant to honor Jeannie or to have any recognition of my years, and the reason is we gather to celebrate Jesus. But we couldn't gather without helpers, could we? We just couldn't do it. When I say be like her today, yeah, I mean her. But... I also mean her in Exodus chapter 17. Let someone else be a helper. Show the love of God. Because it has eternal consequences. A lot of things we don't remember and we'll forget. But thank God for helpers. Let's pray again. Father, thank you for helpers. Aaron and her helped change the world that day against the Amalekites. We know the name of Moses. He was sure out front. But he had so many that helped him. And Father, through history, you have people that help you. Like me. Like people in this room. And we are thankful for those that do their part. So Father, in this day, let us remember how important it is to help and to have the attitude of the servant and to not fight about greatness and who's the greatest, to not fight about sitting at the table, but to be the one that serves the table. That's backwards from the way this world happened and help us to always focus on doing what you want. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. It's our prayer that you continue to stay safe to stay healthy and that you are a servant wherever you go. God bless you.